With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello. <laughs> and welcome in to another episode of Farm to Fame. I just really hit my forehead really hard with that. I am Kelsey Wingert. Here at John Boy HQ in the Bronx, New York. That's Peter Moylan coming from coming to you from an undisclosed location in Georgia. The Alpharetta. Maddie Mass, about, I don't know, how far are you from me? Like 45 minutes right now? 45 minutes train, yep. Y'all, I've really smacked my forehead. Well, it's all on film, so there's no one else you can blame but yourself, <laughs> unfortunately. These were the props I was given. Ouchie. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so I am up here at the Bronx. We are doing live streams tonight, which is Monday, and tomorrow, which is Tuesday. But by the time this episode airs, those days will be done. And just to hang out. Mm-hmm. Almost got car sick on the plane. I mean, Did like you? literally <laughs> almost threw up. You, you, got, you might... <laughs> You can call it airplane sickness if you want. You don't have to call it car sickness if you're in airplane. It was motion sickness. <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Really? Is that the first time? Yeah. That's the closest I've ever gotten to like throwing up and not throwing up. Did you have the bag ready? Did you take the bag out of I, the back of the I seat? had made sure that it was, I didn't want to alert the person next to me because of COVID. So I like made sure that I had one and that I could like reach and grab it, but I wasn't holding it. But I was in a, like an exit row, which sucked because I paid to upgrade a Delta Comfort and like the walls came in right in my right in my row. But um, there was no window at all. It was just a wall. And then the exit door was behind me, which was like the size of a baseball that I could only see through if I like closed one eye and turned my head. And the guy in front of me had his um, window up and we just had a rocky descent. <laughs> I was unwell. So it was okay until the descent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be- because I, I was, uh, I was thinking that it might be a little bit of nerves coming up to New York. Because remember when we went to New York last time, and you you had a bad tummy when we got off the plane in New York last time. Yeah, wasn't I looking for tums or something? Something. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Maybe it's just a little bit of nerves. I don't think that must have not been that bad because I don't remember it um they're a big deal it's john boy they're getting huge you know that right yeah they're about to blow up um so today guys the biggest story well does Mm -hmm. anybody have anything else they want to add before we dive into this um go (laughs) braves there you go we'll get to that Mm -hmm. our opening segment today is Minor league baseball housing. Thank you, Jesus. Jeff Passon broke the story yesterday. Yes. Um, I like go, Peter. Like, I just want to 
hear your hot take on this. It's not even a hot take. It's a real take. It's not. A, no, it's not a hot take. It's a real take. And I was spoiled. So I never really got to uh, endure the, the full wrath that is trying to find minor league housing. Because I started, well, I was put in a hotel when I was in the minor minor leagues. I was in rookie ball. So it was all team hotel. But that, that's when I was making $123 every two weeks because they take the hotel Jeez. money out and the food money. So that was my pay. $132 every two weeks? $123 every two weeks. It was my paycheck was $850 a month. And by it was all when it was all said and done, when they took everything out, I was making $123 every two weeks oh in rookie ball. But the housing was taken care of. So and I was 17 years old. So at that point I was like, whatever, what else am I going to do? But as you get older and as you are maybe a college kid or you you're married or and you're still making that sort of sort of money and 90% of your money is going towards trying to find housing to live, to do the job that people have. Like, I just don't understand how that has been allowed to continue for so long. The Astros did it last year or this year, maybe. The Astros have yeah. started doing it this year. There's a couple of teams that followed suit. I just, I just don't understand why it's taken this long to implement league-wide. I am worried that they, they kind of think of this as the... So they've allowed a level of pay to be an issue for so long i just hope they don't al allow a level of housing to become you know part of the story you know you okay we supplied housing but here's your trailer in the middle of like the woods yeah. i hope it's nice yeah apartments or if you're married you know maybe even a townhouse or whatever but or get a couple of guys that's kind of my argument to the league like bragging about hey we gave everybody buddy, a uh, 36 to 72% raise. We're upgrading the facilities. Like we're yeah. doing all of this good, but like, yeah, you just eliminated what 42 teams out of the league. So it's just mm -hmm. like, I hate that they're like flaunting that because I'm like, no, you specifically like cut down on all of these teams and you're using that much. Like, I don't know. They're tooting their horn a lot. It's trying to put a really positive spin. It's a positive situation. You got to give yeah. somebody some. And there was the what's the name of the the initiative that the minor league uh, guys, the wristbands are wearing. The big league guys are wearing Fair the wristbands ball. at the moment. Fair ball. Fair ball. I'm really happy that that's getting the kind of attention at the big league level because it's going to take people at the big league level to make changes. So it's you're so caught up in your own career that it's hard to think about how hard it was before. You know, it's like, you've got so much going on during the season, but you know, I, I'm glad that, that some of the biggest names are, are actually shining a light on this as well. Yeah. Did you see in the passing article, how much they're saying it will cost a million dollars, less than a million dollars. That shocked me. I thought it would be a lot higher than that. Well, you break it down. There's 25 to 30 people per team. That's a thousand a month for five months. If yeah. you're spending a thousand dollars a month, and if you're doing it in bulk like that, I'm sure you can do a deal with an apartment block or maybe even a, a extended stay hotel. Even an extended stay hotel, I've stayed in extended stays hotel for multiple weeks at a time when I didn't know whether I was going to be in AAA or the big leagues for numerous years. Rather than committing to an apartment, you just go and live in a hotel. So. In 2013, I think I've told this story before, but in 2013, I legitimately spent 192 consecutive days living in a hotel. I went from the Holy Western smokes. in downtown Los Angeles. Well, I had stayed in a hotel for spring training first. Then I went to the okay. uh, AAA. So I stayed at the Marriott next to the airport in Albuquerque, New Mexico. When I got called up to the big leagues, I stayed at the Western in downtown Los Angeles because that was $110 a night. 
or a one bedroom apartment, fully furnished apartment was five grand. What? Yeah. So I would, I had a car and I had two, two suitcases. I would pack one for the road, leave the other one in my car, leave the car at the field, fly, come back, jump in the car and then go back to the hotel. It was just yeah, you what you did. Before. Gosh, yeah. that's so, so crazy. And I was making good money. I was making in AAA, I was making really good money. So I was able to afford to do that. Hopefully yeah. they can do something like that for the guys. Well, like you said, props to Major League Baseball for doing this. Although I can, you know, it's long overdue, but we're glad that it was done because it needed to be done. And also props to the Astros for kind of speeding that up and setting the table last year. Because like Peter said in, in Passon's article, he said how a lot of teams were already in discussions to follow through with what the Astros had been doing. So teams were already starting to do that, but all 30 teams came to an agreement um, in mid-September. So really, really cool. Love these improvements for the minor leaguers. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay. Baseball's hot in the streets. Who is it? Oh, my goodness. I need a drink. It's so hot. Uh, and the CS's baby. Why are you laughing at us, Maddie? I was just laughing at the fact that he threw his water bottle in the air and caught it. Athlete, Maddie. Athlete in all things that I do. Pitchers are athletes too. We are people too, Kels. We baseball, yeah. Believers, people too. So, baseball's hot in the streets. Talk dug out mugs. Dug out mugs. Oh, you want to talk about hot? Hot in the streets. I. Honest to God, cannot believe that I didn't bring one in here with me because they have like 50 of them in the office. They have so many dugout mugs. I I really think that I'm going to just kind of do a bulk order of dugout mugs for Christmas gifts for people. Uh, maybe with the Farm to Fame logo. Well, I don't know. But like they're, they are so dope. <laughs> I had a boss that used to do that. He used to just hide. He used to buy multiple age group of gifts for multiple different people, genders. And he would, if someone came over and he forgot to buy them a present, he'd be like, oh, well, hey, I got you this. He just had a yep. present shelf. So you could just have yeah. it all taken care of with one product. I have that with candles. Yes, you Shouldn't do. have exposed myself. But um, so we love dugout mugs and they are giving away free products all playoffs long. Hello. All you have to do is film yourself drinking from any dugout mugs products you post it and tag them on social media to be entered to win and if you don't have anything um, from dugout mugs they're giving you a great discount to get something um and then you can enter the giveaway that's 30 percent off store wide too and there's also PETA. yeah the knob shot glasses we mm. love the knob shot glasses they're free right now literally for three dollars none uh dugoutmugs.com slash fame will get you the free knob shot and you just have to pay for shipping you just got to get it to you um but they have a ton of stuff they have mugs they have wine glasses bottle openers shot glasses all made from real baseball bats uh like i said perfect gift for holidays that's probably what i'm gonna do and they're riding with us all through the playoffs baby so get it on the fun we love mm -hmm. dugout mugs check in with our friends dugoutmugs.com fame to get your free knob shot shot glass great job kels thank you well done. Uh, week two of the playoffs, baby. We are in the championship series. Hey, let's talk about the AL first, shall we? Okay, shall. What do you think? Is it going to be 
the team that sh- throws the first shutout that wins or just the team that outscores the next one? Obviously, that's the, <laughs> the team that outscores. But I'm saying if it's going to be a banger that it's going to be 12-10 or is it going to be like... Are you talking about just for game three, who's going to win? Just for game three. Just for game three, just the next game. Like, I'm just worried about... Are you asking if it's going to come down to pitching or if it's going to come down to... Offense? Is it going to be is it going to be a one nothing or is it going to be a fourteen to sixteen? Um, Erod. I think it's going to be offense, offensive, heavy. I mean, at um, I think it's going to be the bats. At so Boston, I'm, I'm with you. It's I think it's going to be an absolute <laughs> massacre, and I think yeah. it's going to it's going to be like four hours. This is going to be a series that's going to and both teams are hot. You look at you look at Korea. And Bregman against Erod, their numbers against Erod, and that they're like their OPSs and the one dots something or others. Plufy was talking about that on Talking Baseball this morning. It, it's like he they see him really well. So okay. I don't know. And and there's there's not a lot of pitching left for each team. Yeah, they're they're, they're pretty beat up now. You're Quiddy and Erod for this game, like you're saying. But I just think in Boston. You have Kike Hernandez, who's living on a different universe right now. Five home runs in five games. Right. His, his, I know it's only been two games, but his OPS in the ALCS is 2.478. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, what, what? So, yeah, he's just on an absolute tear. JD Martinez, Endeavors were the ones with the grand slams. It wasn't even mm-hmm. Kike who had the grand slams. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and the Astros. They don't lose easily. They're going to come They're out good. strong this game. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I've had this conversation with people this week. I I had this with Maddie the other night. I grew up a very big Astros fan. I'm from Houston. Like, I grew up with the bees. I grew up just with the Astrodome, going to games. Love the Astros. And then when I got the job with the Braves, I got so invested in the Braves that I like didn't really care about any other team. I just wanted the Braves to win. If I had to choose a team from the AL, it would be the Astros, but I would always want the Braves to win. And then everything came out in 17 and I like wrote them off. I was like, oh, cheaters, done, done. Especially when they came out struggling in the first half of that season. What about now? Now that they're all showing, now that I know, like, okay, Jose Altuve is really Jose Altuve. Carlos Correa really is Carlos Correa. Now that I know that they are really good cheat, I mean, they're really good players who cheated. They <laughs> the cheating didn't make them the cheating didn't That's make right. them good. I just wanted yeah. to know that they were who I thought they were, and they've proven that yeah. they are this season. So I'm loosening that grip. Up. I'm with you. I was very critical to start off with, as but the more that I think about it, they're obviously going over and above what other teams were doing but yeah. most teams were doing something i'm sure i mean i i don't oh, most yeah. teams that i were on i don't know that it happened but i'm sure it did but we're pitchers so like as long as it's not happening to us i don't really care yeah but now that i'm with you now that they've had to prove themselves and ryan to saying that stuff Gosh. the other day was just so silly to me like come on man so aggressive I just, I couldn't imagine saying something like that in that setting without having like facts. Right. Behind that. Show me something. Like, yeah. Apart from just their swings in a different stadium where they probably see the ball differently. It's not their home field. They're so used to seeing pitches coming out of the same batter's eye for so long. And then they go somewhere else. They're, of course, they're more comfortable at home. 
Yeah. Like it's not fucking rocket surgery. Mm, rocket surgery. It's an Australianism. Uh, Aussie lingo. You can use that. <laughs> the only other thing that I wanted to talk about, Peter, did you see what happened to Luis Garcia? When he got rocked? <laughs> well, he pitched an inning. He gave up what? Two hits, five runs or something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he gave up one of the grand slams. Yeah. But he pitched into the second inning. He he had three walks and he walked the first batter of the second inning. And then he said that he had an injury and he was taken out of the game. And he said it was a knee injury that mm. happened between the first and second innings. Um, and I guess he said this is something he had been dealing with throughout the entire year, but it was different this time. So that's why he came out of the game. And I, I don't know anything about the situation other than I watched it and I saw stuff on Twitter, but like, and I, I hate even asking this question tied to it, but I'm very curious. Do pitchers like fake injuries if they are, if they don't have it that night and they just want to get out of the game? Mm, I wouldn't, I, I, no, I, no, I, I don't need to fake injuries. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you think, okay, never mind. No, absolutely. I mean, I can't speak to, for other people, but I have never seen or ever questioned somebody coming out of a game because they didn't want to pitch. Now that's yeah. not to say that I haven't suspected maybe a teammate uh, talking about an injury a little longer to stay on the big league roster or stay on the big league disabled list in back yeah. in the day. But, but that the teams did sense. the same thing. I mean, the teams did the same, the teams manipulated it as well. So it's kind of like, whatever. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's different now, but now that it's only 10 days, it's, it's not as easy to just plonk people on there for. Yeah. Yeah. The, the good news with Luis Garcia is that he threw yesterday or he threw today, one of them. And he said that he felt pretty good. So it seems like it wasn't, there's a chance that he could pitch on Thursday um, or Tuesday. I saw he and Grinky's name being thrown around for that. So what I think I'd probably go, I'd give Zach at least the start and have somebody bridge to Garcia what kind of season did he have? But look at Cody Bellinger's season. Cody Bellinger hit 170 something for the year and yeah. he's been pretty critical for them in the last couple oh. of games at least. Grinky had like a very average, like just there's none of those numbers are remotely sexy. So who are you taking, Pete? I have to go. Um, I think that I'm going to hedge my bets here a little bit, but I think. No, I'm just going to say, I think the Red Sox, Red Sox are going to be able to overpower them, especially these next three games at Fenway, that atmosphere. It's going to be so exciting. Mm -hmm. And it's been a while since I've had this level of excitement about baseball and about watching baseball. 2020 was so like kind of, uh, I mean, I guess the World Series was kind of cool and the playoffs were cool, but this feels so much better with everybody in the stands and how loud it is. And, and the games have been pretty awesome. I think the Red Sox are going to win. I like was riding the Astros the whole way to the World Series. I think I picked them to win the World Series when we gave Jimmy our brackets. But the Red Sox are just like their offense could just if it's if it's running this hot, you just can't catch right. up with them. As good as the Astros offense is, it's just like this Red Sox lineup. If it's if it's clicking, if this can they're going to ride this um, yeah. especially because I mean we've talked about it before but it's just insane when you think about the Astros rotation to where it was 
in 2017. And Framber just pitched, so they don't even have Framber. But let me tell you something. Pitching is going to become a real focus for the rest of the playoffs because the Dodgers are real thin, not just pitching, no Muncie and no Turner in the, in the lineup. Like I think pitching and, and the, the, the running out of pitching and the fact that the Braves have three quality starters that you can trust. It's not that the Dodgers don't have the three quality starters and I'm jumping back and forth here, but I'm saying they have the starters, but they've had to use them so weirdly to get to where they are to this point that they yeah. don't have the three standard starters ready to go like we do. Yeah. Um, same with, with the Red Sox. Like the, I think pitching is going to be at a premium. Who's pitching tomorrow for the Braves? Uh, Morton. Charlie Morton versus Walker Jeez. Bueller. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, the last time Charlie pitched in Dodger Stadium was the finish off the 2000s. Oh, not probably the last time, but he's had a lot of success in Dodger Stadium. Love that. Love that. Mm. Love Charlie Morton. So, yeah, I mean. Hold on. No, 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 no. You don't get off that easy. Did, did you see? Oh, yeah. You I was pick? pivoting. I was pivoting us back to that series because we kind of okay. got to the Braves and I was pivoting yeah, back to okay. wrap up the AL. I need you to, I need you to commit. To yeah. So I had like no question in my mind that it was the Astros and I'm pretty sure I picked them in the world series, but I think like my gut right now is telling me the Red Sox, but I feel like whichever team won the last game, that's every, like everybody overreacts on Twitter and like acts like that team. It's like a done deal after every single game. And then like, that's so true. It's just like, so I don't, I don't know what I'll be feeling tomorrow, but my gut right now is Red Sox. And the thing is, right. We, we, as baseball players, we deal with this on a daily basis throughout the season. We can get our asses handed to us on one day and then come out the next day and beat the exact same team by five runs and make it look easy. That's what baseball, that's what makes baseball so special. So even though the Red Sox are like, yes, we've got momentum, Houston's probably been in this situation before. They have if been in this Houston situation. Houston wins before. the next game, they have the momentum. Like, Correct. Home field goes back to them. Pay attention to this pattern on Twitter now. Um, but our <laughs> guys in this series, we talked about Luis Garcia, Jordan. Al- Jordan Alvarez. Why Jordan. Jordan. He is playing well. One for three in both games. Has a run, an RBI walk. Bobby Dahlbeck isn't playing. Uh, Garrett Whitlock, though, on Saturday, mm. two hitless innings. He's so nasty. No hits, no runs, one walk, two strikeouts, 33 pitches on Saturday. So, awesome. I'm so glad that he was able to come back and, like, find himself again because he really struggled in September, and then he went on the IL, and now he's back to shoving. So mm-hmm. um, also moment of silence for the Chicago White Sox and mm. Tampa Bay Rays. Thank you. Um, what a disappointment. I was a little disappointed in the White Sox. I thought they were going to be. Uh, both of those teams were like, we had so many people who we followed on both of those teams. Mm. Like those were the two heaviest teams that we have, I think. That we talk about and the Tigers, but like, yeah. yeah so, uh, shocked about the Rays. Have we not spoken since? Have we not spoken since they've been eliminated? Wow. Yeah, that was a shock. That was. Um, I don't know how that's going to shift baseball. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's going to influence moving forward people's decisions, like pitching. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like the opener and multiple and not having starters and like kind of what Jimmy alluded to on Twitter, but just not as eloquently. <laughs> he, uh, the dorks lost or whatever he said. The the 
<laughs> Whatever you call them. The nerds. The nerds oh, lost. Oh, yeah. That's right. But I just feel like with St. Louis, there was a shift midway through the year with their pitching philosophy. You know, they went from wanting a lot of stuff guys and walking so many people to completely changing to, oh, we need strike throwers. And that's when they went on that run. And that's when they were able to lock down leads. And that's when they were able to get 19 or 18 wins in a row. So I feel like there's going to be a shift to more strike throwing when it comes to pitching. There's going to be more shift towards quality starters again, like seeing the benefit of having three quality starters or four, five, six, seven quality starters when it turns out for a 162 game season, you can't just have five guys. And there's going to be more of a... a priority put on uh, experience i think we're seeing that the older guys are are able to get through wainwright adam wainwright yadi molina like these guys are starring yeah and guys who had like no value to some teams like jock peterson like the correct the trade deadline moves that alex anthopoulos made what they have done in the second half has been just absolutely insane he's my gm king by the way i just wanted to make one more note this is it. the first year that both top seeds were eliminated. Like both the top seed in the AL and the NL were eliminated in the mm. DS. So yeah. Uh, Wander, Randy, Vaughn, Kopech, Crochet. Who else? I think you got him. You got Randy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pour one out. We love you. Don't pour it out. There's a computer under there. Drunk it out. All right, I'll, I'll have a drink with you. Stop it. Okay, now let's get in to the NLCS because Pete is hype. Yeah, I'm Braves excited. lead the Dodgers two to nothing. Who would have thunk it? What? Who would have thunk it? Two consecutive walk-offs in the bottom of the ninth for the Braves in Atlanta the last two nights. I literally cannot even imagine what the energy at Truist was like. Like Madhouse. Yes. I actually was on the set getting ready to do the post game when we were in the eighth inning having that rally and Austin Riley was, and I ran back into the stadium and it was literally shaking. It was, it was unbelievable. And uh, they haven't played good baseball, but they've been able to beat a team that is also seems to be a little bit tired or they put so much effort into not just, not just the last series, but they were competing with Sam Fran for first yeah. place for the whole season. There was yeah. no let up. They haven't had any room to breathe. There was not one point when they were like, you know what, let's just, Except the wild card, set ourselves up nicely. They went for it, and I think it's kind of backfiring. They had to make the extra flight to come over here, the five-hour West Coast trip to come over here. That looked like it hit them in the face. They wouldn't have got here. I think they flew on the off day, so they wouldn't have got here till late in the afternoon. And they came straight in. They went for a workout, and they would have got to the hotel. They would, it's like the time difference is 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 a serious thing. And just being on a plane for that long, what? It's a five-hour flight? I mean, How like, do you think Turner did his neck? You think that wasn't like a, 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 having to be on a plane for five hours? Like, I don't know. I'm sure they were laying down, but it's still having to fly at altitude. The recovery's cut down because you're at altitude. You know, maybe guys had a couple of drinks as a celebration. 
in altitude. Yeah. Who knows? That's the difference between having to fight your way in and being able to coast sometimes. Some people think that it's great because you're able to play. If you're playing really well, you can play form and just roll through the playoffs. But if you start to have hiccups like the Dodgers are having, then it's kind of, there's hard to stop it. Yeah. And I'm kind of hoping they don't, if I'm honest. I'm thinking the Braves are winning this. I'm thinking they're winning it in LA. If, I think LA is a different beast. And I, I, and I have to get, look, they, it's a tough place to win a baseball game at because of the same reasons. I just like, we're now jumping on that same flight into a different time zone. Yeah. You're up at, you're up at eight o'clock in the morning and you got to play at eight o'clock that night because you can't sleep till 11. It'll be two in the afternoon, <laughs> regular time. Yeah. But so they have, they have Bueller going this next game on yes. Tuesday. So it's Martin versus Bueller. Yeah. Then they have to deal with the Urias thing because they used him in relief. Yeah, so Urias right now, I think it'll be game two in L.A. Right now, he's scheduled to start. Correct. But I just, I feel like the Dodgers are going to win game three. I feel like the Braves are going to take game four. I think game five is going to be a toss-up. You're going you're gonna to put Bueller over Morton in game three? I just don't think the Dodgers are going to lose three straight. Like, I don't think it matters who's on the mound. I don't think they're going to allow themselves to get. just Mojo or something? Why would they allow themselves to lose two? I just feel like they're too talented to not try to take advantage of the momentum of going home and like knowing that like they can't go down three nothing. But they don't have momentum right now. They've they've they lost two games. We didn't. Yeah. Like we we played well enough to beat them, but we didn't play anywhere near well as well as we could. Freddie oh, Freeman's zero for eight with seven punch outs, and we haven't even seen Charlie Morton yet. I think Charlie Morton is gonna I, pitch great. I think this will be yeah. a low scoring game. I like the others have been. I just don't see the Dodgers going down three, nothing. And if they do, like I, that's, I said, I think the Braves could win out in LA. Like I'm expecting them to win. I just don't think it's going to be a sweep. I think the Dodgers are going to obviously at least win, not obviously, but at least win one, they're just too good. And that's exactly the thought process that I've had. And I think it's got a lot to do with the mindset in that clubhouse in the Atlanta clubhouse, where it's almost to the point where they're like, you know what? We're, we're playing with house money. And I've said that a few times. That's what, yes. They were not expected. They don't have a Cunha. With everything that they've had to deal with this year, and it's constant, it's been, we lost Soler, our leadoff hitter, before the start of the series. You're telling me that someone can lose a guy like that from their lineup and still go 2-0 up against the best team? That Like, something's going on this year. I don't want to talk too much more about it, but let's just see how it plays out. What was your take on... Um, Ion yesterday I think that he wasn't throwing the ball well and I think eventually that move proved to be the difference and the reason why we were able well maybe not I mean Ian might have found it in a few innings but that also allows him to come back on short rest I think Uh, he was up to 70 something pitches or 80 pitches he was at 55 when he got pulled 55 I was paying attention I swear (laughs) maybe Max was at 80 Max Scherzer was at 79. That's what I meant. Max Scherzer at 79 pitches. I have never, ever, ever heard Max Scherzer say that he wouldn't have been the best guy for any matchup ever. And his press conference, he said, I was not the best guy for that bat. And and it worked out. I'm not saying it was the wrong decision, but I'm just saying for Max Scherzer, Arguably one of the best pitches that I've watched over the last 10 years 
one of the best competitors ever. Exactly. Fiery to a fault almost. Yeah. And so I think he's, I think he's honestly really dealing with something. I mean, he's 37 and he's been pitching his tail off. Like, I mean, there has to be, they were talking about this, I think on, on talking baseball or ML, I don't know. It was either talking baseball or MLB network. Um, Love that my brain doesn't know the difference, but yeah, I mean, like he's just getting older and did you see Tom house's comments? No. For those that don't know Tom house, Tom house is a legend of throwing mechanics. He's worked with Tom Brady. He's worked with a lot of professional athletes at the top of their game. And he said, recovery is at a premium in the playoffs. You need every hour of sleep and recovery possible. Celebrations are fun, but alcohol pushes back recovery by hours. As a pitcher, I wouldn't partake. Recover faster, pitch better, win, party later. I'm aware this is an old man take. Dallas Braden then said, we don't see NASCAR drivers pissing in their own gas tanks and then complaining that the car doesn't run on or run correctly. Not taking care of your body is like waking up and choosing to pee in your gas tank versus filling it up with nutrients and sleep that keeps the engine purring. All right. So there's a little bit of controversy coming out of this because there was a lot of photography and videos of Max Scherzer shirtless carrying copious amounts of champagne bottles. Whether he was drinking them or not, who knows? He said in the interview that he was drunk. (laughs) Okay, well. But like he was like, he needed to slow down. I am a whooper. Uh, Casey and I are like really, uh, I'm way more obsessed with this, but like this is a heavy emphasis on recovery and sleep and tractor strain. It's like an Apple watch, but it's more fitness based. Anyway, I have learned. Thanks so, for the ad, by the way. I love. I know no free ads. I'll take mine in black. <laughs> Listen, if, if whoop ever sponsored us, like oh, that would be the greatest. Uh, and you would, Oh, I've, you know, all about my whoop, but like, I've just learned a lot about like what habits affect my recovery. And if you drink terrible, if you get a bad night's sleep, like last night, I only got four hours and 56 minutes of sleep. Like my recovery was trashed today and it's just so you can feel it real real world examples then imagine getting on a plane and flying five hours well i kind of did that but only two hours and i was not hungover. but were you pitching game two of the nlcs yes i was were you congrats <laughs> i uh wore my aj mentor costume so people didn't realize that it was me good but it was me um okay maddie i just feel like we need to hear from you hey man Hey, there you go. Thanks, Manny. Okay. Um, <laughs> Talk to me. Having listened to your conversations. <laughs> Do you have anything you'd like to add? Look how good his hair looks. We have to give him some more screen time. <laughs> I would, uh, I would be quite surprised. Maybe this is just my bias speaking. I don't see how an AL team can win the, win the whole thing. Because of? Because of pitching. The NL has each of the best 10 pitchers in the in the playoffs at this point. I don't see how the... I'd put Evaldi in the top 10. Yeah, Evaldi's in, but otherwise, yeah. guys that can give you actual length. That's I so mean, true. I mean, the rest of the AL, it's just going to be a lot of bullpen to carry. I mean, what is it today? Or Kitty and Erod? Erod. <laughs> so... The, the bullpens are going to carry one of these two teams to the World Series, and they're just going to be gassed by the time yeah. they get there. I haven't even thought about that. 
That's a good take. That's why we need you to talk. I, th- I think that's a majority, just my bias of praying to God and NL team can win. Uh, you know what? I'm praying to said same God. And I'm hoping that they wear navy blue and red and sometimes gray and sometimes yellow. Very specific. Very specific. I want the Braves to win. <laughs> there, I said it. <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> I got Bobby Cox right next to me during every podcast. So. Uh... Okay, so does anybody else have any opinions that they want to get out about the AL or NLCSs? I think that Maddie hit the nail on the head, and I really hope that comes true. Okay, I'm taking the Braves. <gasps> Moment of silence, please, for the Brewers and the mm. Giants. Mm. Great season, Giants. Oh, Thank you. season giants (laughs) (laughs) i hate it i hate that their season had to end on that call can we talk about uh a balanced schedule real quick okay i think the only way that this gets fixed is that everybody plays everybody an even amount however that works out maybe you play your division a couple more times but everybody has to play everybody more than just you can't just pick and choose divisions playing division into league there's got to be a balanced schedule. And then you pick the top winningest teams to make it through. I think it's the only way that it's fair. I don't like the, the six separate, you know what, you know what I'm saying? Like, Let me I, tell I, I you. Like, okay, let's go. There was a cute couple who handmade Major League Baseball schedule for like 50 years and Major League Baseball in like 2007 decided to go with computers instead. Mm-hmm. It misses, they, they miss that human touch. It was this sweet old couple. My friend Drew sent me this TikTok about it, this sweet old couple. And they would hand make and hand write like a formula to come up with a schedule. Taking into account things like Derek Jeter's last game would never have been played somewhere other than Yankee Stadium. That's the kind of thing that the computer doesn't think about. These people made the schedule so that milestones would be done at home ballparks, assuming yeah. that they were done, especially games played. That's one that you can pretty much work out and go, okay, well, that's where he's going to be. So mm-hmm. you try and, especially at the end of the season, someone's retiring, they're playing their last game. You do not put that in somewhere. Baltimore, yay. Yay. Mike Trout has played in Atlanta one time in his whole career. Why do Atlanta Braves fans not get a chance to see Mike Trout play? Why do other fans not get to see other? Why is it just, it's so like, it's, that shouldn't happen. Mike Trout should never play or not play in a stadium. It doesn't, it's stupid. You want to grow the game? Let everybody see everybody. That's how you grow the game. Not just in postseason. So your, your preference is everybody plays evenly. I can, I can see that, but then just take the best five records and seed them. Not five. No, 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 no. Do you go just best records and then just do the eight best eight teams and it's the same thing. So you just go one versus four, two versus three, one versus four, two versus three, and then... We're speaking just for the American League, say. I'm speaking for both leagues. There's no more American League or National League. It's just one league. We are the MLB League. I do like the wildcard thing. I do like the fact that you should be able, you should have to earn your, so I think eight make it through and two teams have to fight to make it through, or maybe four teams have to fight to make the last two spots. Okay. So, I mean, given that there's 11 teams with over 90 wins, 
90 or greater wins. So those would basically become the playoffs. The Braves wouldn't make it. No. Mm-hmm. Seven of the 11 90 plus win teams are from the American League. Well, once it becomes a balanced schedule, it, that's how it can be. Yeah, this is all assuming that this is balanced. Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, so obviously the, all of the, the numbers are a little skewed because it's not exactly balanced. But your yeah. playoff teams are Rays, Red Sox, Yankees, Blue Jays, White Sox, Astros, Brewers, Giants, Dodgers, and then the Cardinals, Mariners are fighting for the last spot. Love that from the Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> and the team that wouldn't have made the playoffs is going to win the World Series. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I'm trying to get Jake to come in here. He told me he was going to come in here, but he hasn't. And I'm a little upset about it. Yeah, I haven't noticed him. Maybe he snuck in and we didn't just didn't see him because he's so short. Oh, my gosh. He heard me. He must have heard you. Did you hear me talking? A little bit. <laughs> he said a little bit. You're out. <laughs> You're out. We've got a show now. I'm talking about a balanced schedule. Make him do his World you Series. You love picks. balanced schedules. Listen to what the listen to what the uh, playoffs would have been had we had a balanced schedule. And my. <laughs> oh no! Did you just sit on her lunch? Yeah. No, her her pack of snacks. Oh, okay. The most snacks I've ever seen in one bag. Oh, she's a nutritionist. You haven't known that? It's yeah. The, and everything would be balanced and weighed too. So. <laughs> I didn't know that would get let on a flight. <laughs> like that's what we're dealing with over here. Balanced schedule playoffs. I'm in. Correct. Go, Maddie. Look, it's not, it's fluid. Okay. It's, fluid. it's very fluid. 10 total playoff teams that result in an eight team bracket. Which okay. means that Listen to this. the nine teams with over 90 wins would make it, six from the AL and three from the NL. And then the Mariners and Cardinals both have 90 wins. So they would be facing off against one another for the last spot. Could you imagine? I get into that. I'd watch. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But the Braves, who are going to win the World Series, wouldn't have made the playoffs this year. That seems messed up. does seem messed up. Who's your World Series pick? Today, right now. That's kind of a lie. I'd still go hot take. I think I'd Dodgers it. But that's just because I fucking hate the AL teams. And you want the Dodgers to win? And I think the Dodgers are still a better team. So I would kind of want them to be there to beat Houston or Boston. I'll root for the Braves. Yeah, I saw you watch. I watched you last night and I actually watched the repeat as well. So there was a, there was a, a sincere excitement in your face and in your voice and in your actions while watching a baseball game that didn't involve the Yankees. Yeah. So that gave me hope that the Braves can do this. Dude, the jock stuff is genuinely unreal. Like we've right. accepted it. Like, oh, yeah, he's wearing pearls. Hair's tied right. into a blonde mohawk. But this is normal. So if he's done that to Atlanta. Yeah. He's uniting people. There's uniting li- people. There are little boys in the stands wearing pearl necklaces. Correct. Yeah. It's kind of like a fever dream. Like, I wonder if this, if Maddie's still sick and he's just going to wake up and be like, none of this is real. All righty, guys. Let's. 
dive into the Arizona Fall League. We told y'all last week that we were going to start talking about this because there are like some big time prospects over there. Um, like the, the teams are super exciting if you look at the rosters. And our top five performers are brought to you by Roman. Kels. What? Did you see how prepared Eddie Rosario was last night? Four for five, baby. Four for five, baby. Walked it off. Walked it off. Four for five. But do you want to be prepared like Eddie Rosario? Every day. You can be prepared with Roman and they're sponsoring our next segment. So that works perfectly. They're sponsoring our Arizona Fall League segment. Thank you to Roman. Um, you've heard us talk about them before. And with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. So you will work with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional to find your best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, it ships you free with two-day shipping. It ships super discreet and very simple, straightforward, um, which is great. So you can get started by going to getroman.com slash fame and complete an mm -hmm. online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional and take care of it. Be prepared, folks. It is cuffing season, baby. Temperatures dropping, falls popping, football's happening. I'm napping. Thank you, Roman. Okay, guys, but seriously, this is an incredible deal. So you go to GetRoman.com slash fame. Right now, you'll get $15 off of your first month. It's the best and most straightforward way to take care of your ED. So GetRoman.com slash fame. Let's get into the Arizona Fall League, baby. Okay, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, you start. Okay, I'm going to start. We are going to run through our top six Arizona Fall League performers this week. We told you we're going to be paying really close attention to this league um, over the next month because there are some really big prospects down there, some really exciting names on these rosters, like guys that you want to keep up with. One guy who I didn't look up, Maddie, who I'm very curious about is how C.J. Abrams is doing. But we are going to start out with Brett Beatty. He's the Mets' number two overall prospect. He's played in four games, which is the most games you could have played in at this point that we record. Homie is seven for 14, two doubles, mm. a triple, two RBI, a stolen base. He's hitting 500, if you didn't do the He's math tittin'? earlier. <laughs> He's what? Sorry, you said titten. Titten. He's titten. I kept texting Casey when I was in the security line, and it kept saying security. Secure titty what? was the, <laughs> I love to secure was the, was the word that kept coming out. And I was like, okay. Um, That's now my new word, by the way. Every time we see, are, are you feeling secure titty? <laughs> secure titty. Every time it would like autocorrect to it. Um, another thing about Brett Beatty. Yeah. He reached base in each of his first eight plate appearances to start his fall league campaign. It was like all wow. over social media. Um, he's killing it right now. Reasonable. 1.417 OPS. Anybody have votes mm. on how we want to say that this week? Just 1.4. Okay. okay. All righty. So that is Brett Beatty. I'm going to look up CJ Abrams. Time out. Save your time looking up CJ Abrams. He has not oh. played in the Arizona Fall League yet. Oh, no. Uh. Unknown reasons. Don't know if it's like a setback. Well, I mean, everybody was shocked that he was going to Arizona Fall League. Maybe he's just going to be, maybe he's just going to rehab. Is that a thing? Do they send guys there to rehab? 
he was at or supposed to be at or he was already at their rehab facility in like Arizona or somewhere. Mm. And then they moved him to the Arizona Fall League. But everybody was like very excited and shocked. Nobody was expecting him to be there. So that's sucks because it's only 30 games. Your turn. Spencer Torkelson. Turn up the torque. Okay. That still needs to be a t-shirt. Tiger's number one prospect, mm. obviously. He is uh, also seven for 14 in four games with mm. a double, three mm. RBIs, four walks, a 500 average, a 611 OPS, and a 1.183 OPS, baby. So he is feeling himself. Turkey, turkey, turkey. Can't you see? Sometimes you're, was it words? Yeah. Never mind. I probably shouldn't Hypnotize. say Somebody get fined for that. Fined? <laughs> I don't know you're going to get fined. Depends how well you sing it. If you sing it yeah. close enough that the record label thinks that it's the actual song. Listen. We're okay. Don't you dare me. <laughs> I had a band in fourth grade. Yes, you did. Yep. Summer, my mom times when I cry. Just kidding. Uh, that was really the song. Owen White, Rangers, 29th overall prospect <laughs> through five innings of shoddy. Shut up, ball. Five Ks. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Shut up, Bow. Two hits, no runs, two walks, five strikeouts, um, and five innings for Owen White for the Texas Rangers. He's nice. probably hanging out with our guy Jack Leiter somewhere. You see, we saw him in his Rangers unit for the first time. Yeah, Matt. See that tweet? Something on the Twitter world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Man, feel so bad for Kumar Rocker. Okay, go on. Michael Toglia, Rocky's number six prospect, also in four games, five for 14, with two home runs, three RBIs, three walks, a 357, not a Chevy, that's the average. Mm. Six, sorry, 471 O base percentage. Oh, man. You o base down. percentage. O base percentage. And a 1.256 OPS. Uh. Well done, Michael Toglia. Use Neil Diaz. Orioles number 12 prospect two games. He's three for seven with a home run, a double three RBI, four walks. What is three for seven? Peter Moylan. Four twenty nine. Yes, it is. You are fantastic (laughs) at math right off the top of your head. Wow. Uh, He has a six thirty six. Oh, base percentage. And (laughs) it's not going to be a thing, is it? We turn that into a thing like a security. (laughs) And uh, 1.636 OPS. Outstanding. Yep. Jeta Downs, Red Sox Woo! number five prospect with the sickest name going. Two games, two for five with a homer, two RBIs, four walks, a stolen base. That's a 400 average. I know it's two games, but he's also got a 1.667 OPS. Jeta, 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 can't you see? <laughs> You were kind of doing the same song for every single person. Just carry on. The songbird. Um, also, we probably just need to hit on Mackenzie Gore. He was one of the biggest pitching names alongside Jackson Rutledge, who was going to be down there. Um, Mackenzie Gore, five innings, two runs. He hit a guy with the ball, with the pitch, not in the, with the fist. Um, a walk, three strikeouts. So we'll keep an eye on Mackenzie Gore down there. Jackson Rutledge, I think, got kicked around a little bit in his start. But those were like the only two starting pitchers who stood out. Jackson Rutledge, I mean, he pitched four innings, four earned runs, five Ks. The five Ks is good. But if I remember correctly, 
it was all four runs in the first or second inning, and then he retired like eight straight to end his outing. So take that with what you will. Take that what you will. Peter. We need to choose a winner for my shoes, Maddie Mass. Maddie Mass. Maddie Mass. Maddie Mass. So for during the show, this will be up on the uh, up on the screen, but I have the retweet picker. So we can see the Twitter picker here. Twitter picker. Don't know if this is, I've never used this, but we'll just see how it works. So we have the one winner. Profile doesn't have to have any specific details, but you must follow at farm to fame underscore. Correct. All right, ready, continue. Yes. Okay, total entries, 335. And our winner. Nice. Is it like a drum roll? Oh, begin Please. draw. Sorry, sorry. I didn't I thought the continue would just do it. Begin draw. Bang. Game worn cleats by Peter Moylan. Craig Strickler at Sin Mobile. Nice. No way, Craig. Craig, 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 Giveaway winner. So Craig Strickler at Sin Mobile follows us, retweeted the tweet. He is from Mobile, Alabama. Yes. Mobile, Alabama. Outstanding. Well, if you can DM Farm to Fame and send us your address, I will have them shipped out to you as quick as I can. When the show goes live, I will, I will uh, DM him as well. Wow. Lovely. Love that for you, Craig. Congratulations well done, Craig. on the new shoes. Congrats. More, more giveaways to come. No, they don't smell at all, Craig. Just, <laughs> there is zero stench. I wore them in one game. So if I made them smell, it's, it's a foot problem. It's not, they're, they're good. It's a foot problem. Okay, you got Aussie lingo for us today? I do. You ready? Aussie lingo. Ozzy. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Say it again. Whoop whoop. Spell it. W O O P. W O O P. Two oh, whoops. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Um, sponsor me. Uh, Miss Oopsies. Maddie. In the most respectful way possible. Oh, I God. think it's a intimate act. <laughs> I'm going to go whoop, whoop. Hey, whoop, whoop. let me just, let me just put that in a sentence for you. What are you doing later? You want to come back to my house and whoop, whoop. Oh, Maddie was right. No. Oh, he could not be further from the truth. I'm just saying that is what it would be. If that was Maddie's, do you want to come back to my house and whoop, whoop? Come on, bro. Whoop, whoop. I didn't specify the intimate act. You could do lots of things intimately. What does whoop, whoop like? mean in slang? Like it means in the middle of nowhere. A jocular name for any backward or remote town or district. I don't like that one. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I just don't think I'll be able to use that in a sentence. Well, have you used any of the ones that I've given you in a sentence with anyone else besides the three of us? Bunker Dinkle. Thinker dinkle. Exactly. Fair dinkum is <laughs> not, you cannot use that in a sentence if you can't even get the, the words straight. So 
you have to like everything. I think it was good because you guys were so far off of what it was actually. That's why yeah, I, that's honest. how I gauge what's good. So you're welcome. All righty, folks. That's Aussie we lingo. That's the app. That's the app. We will cut back on the singing next episode, I promise, because yep. I know that's annoying. And oh, well, yeah. I definitely can't sing. At least Kelsey has some sort of tone in her voice. Oh, great singer. I could probably be like the bass of a tenor band or something, but that's about as far as I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. Um, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends in that room. I gotta go figure out if I'm staying at a hotel or not. Um, nah, you'll be fine. Hotels are overrated. I hope you guys have a great week, Peter. Enjoy your day off. Thank you. I'll be watching the game tonight. Yep. We can't wait to see you in the chat. We love you, Maddie Mass. All right, guys. Thanks for Bye watching. Bam on. Bam often. Bam often, baby. We love you. See you next Wednesday. Congratulations. Great.